Yo. Yeah. Mic check one, two. Mic check three, four. Five, four, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. Boom. Say hi. Let's run it. This hey. is the Puente and Topete show. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Very, Just... very hot. We are sorry for the two-week delay. Oh, everybody uh, needs a vacation. Uh, but we had just taken one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Screw about that. Uh, how are we doing today, Jordan? We're doing good, man. First thing first, uh, I want to ask, how was your uh, two weeks? Oh, uh, the two weeks off? Yes, or? sir. Well, eh, how, yeah, we, we The two always, weeks off from this yeah, show? Wow, we haven't, we haven't seen I each other since then. Yeah, I, I didn't take a winter class, so I kind of had like a whole month and a half off. But oh, slam. Those two, those two weeks, those were nice. I mean... I kind of stayed off Twitter for a little bit. I feel you. Uh, sometimes just kind of got to get into like a a little bit of a haze and you got to just like check out social media for like a day or two. It'll be like know? that sometimes, man. It really does It'll have really to be, be like, like that. that. Self, self-care, you know? Facts. Facts. All right. All right. Yes, sir. You guys are listening to Puente Interprete Show. We back, y'all. We back. We've been out for two weeks, a couple weeks. You know, everybody, everybody needs to take a break. Uh, but first thing first, we got to handle some serious business. First on first business on the agenda, you can always follow us on Twitter at Ponte Interpete. Again, that is Ponte Interpete. Also, Alex, where can they find us on YouTube? They can find us at the Puente and Topete Show on YouTube. Once again, that is the Puente and Topete Show. We upload all of our podcasts in video form every week and if you like what we if you like what we do go ahead and subscribe and hit the notification button so that way every time we drop new content you can be notified what a mouthful bro little bit damn youtube makes you do, do that you know damn and um just a heads up we are in the process of getting our podcasts on itunes on Spotify, on Title, wherever you listen to your podcast. I don't, I don't know about Title. <laughs> yeah, we know. It's just whatever you listen to <laughs> that, your streaming podcast. That's unverified, but for sure we're trying to get on Apple Music, <laughs> Apple Podcast, I, I mean, <laughs> and I believe <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Alex, that's funny. Man. That's really funny. You know, it's just rambling off streaming services that hold podcasts. We're going to be on Disney Plus now. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix Plus, they're coming out with the... Well, Netflix. ESPN is owned by Disney. I know. So... What a- but anyways, um, yeah, we are in the process of getting our show on streaming services, so you don't always have to go to YouTube and check us out. Uh, we'll still be on YouTube, but, you know, we, we like to expand. We expand our horizons up out there. Expand it in that way also. You'll get the news quicker. You'll get this podcast quicker, and you'll get it in a more easening, easily Easily listening form. I don't even know if I said that right, but I know a big problem. Easily listened. Easily listened to form. I I know it's a big problem that people when people want to play YouTube videos like for music or for podcasts, like when your phone closes, like when I have an iPhone and the screen shuts off, the video stops playing. On our new streaming services, that will not happen. So look forward to that. That's gonna be great. All right, so like I said earlier, we were out for a couple weeks, so a lot happened. So bear with me. We're about to ramble off, you know, some events that you probably might have missed or just give you a brief update. Starting with the Fury versus Wilder part two. Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, Dodgers. Dodgers spring training baseball has started. Dodgers are undefeated thus far in spring training. The Astros scandal continues. 
Don't worry, Damn we Astros. will definitely update you on that. The All-Star game happened uh, last week. My personal opinion, they got it right. What about you? Oh, yeah, the All-Star game is definitely right. Uh, I, I haven't I hadn't been that excited watching an all-star game and who knows I, I I think it's been at least like 10 years Man, it was so entertaining the effort was there um if if they could do that every year I think it would be amazing I just I don't know if it could because I think I think undisclosed the two players got injured from it oh, I, know. I think Ben Simmons got injured and mm. then I also believe um was it Kyle Lowry uh, I am unsure. Oh, I man. cannot be. I don't remember you. who it was. That was one of the days I was off Twitter. But yeah, so we both agreed that they got it right. Um, Lakers continue to be the Lakers. They're two and zero since coming out of All Star break. As for the other LA team, the Clippers struggled a little bit. Got booty smacked by they, the Sacramento Kings. They've been couple struggling. Of, couple days ago. My God, I didn't think that was possible. They've been struggling. They've been struggling. Yes, they have. But. Uh, Lakers did acquire a couple players during the trade deadline. Markeith Morris signed with the Lakers, which means Boogie Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins was cut, but the Lakers are allowing him to rehab in the facility, which means that, you know, some organiz- some NBA organizations have heart, and the Lakers just happen to be one of them. Yes. I like that. I like that. Uh, Clippers, they take care of their players, for sure. I know. Clippers also uh, acquired Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris's brother, and Reggie Jackson from the Detroit Pistons. We'll see. We'll see how that pays off for them. Uh, Kobe Bryant Memorial Day Memorial celebration was yesterday, and Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade number three jersey was retired by the Heat on Saturday, and we got LeBron James speaking about Dwayne Wade's jersey retirement. Take a listen. Wade, uh, I just want to say congratulations to you, man, on getting your jersey retired. I mean, am I really sitting here congratulating you on something that we both knew that was going to happen when we were sitting at pre-draft in Chicago? I mean, I feel like as soon as the Miami Heat drafted you and said Dwayne Wade out of Marquette, that the name and the jersey was going up in the rafters. I think it was inevitable. I mean, I really should be sitting here wondering, like, uh, I mean, when that statue going to go outside American Airlines Arena, I mean... Which one is it gonna be? Is it gonna be is it gonna be the flash dunk that you did in the finals when you won your first championship? I don't know, nah, maybe not that one. Is it is it the one where you stand on top of the scoreboard and you say this is my house? Is it that one? Nah, I don't know about that one. Or maybe it's the one where you keep pulling yourself up on the rim. You know what I'm saying? Right there pregame before the game starts. I think I think I like that one. How that'd look on the statue. That I think that'd be crazy. No, but in all seriousness, man, listen. Congratulations, brother. I love you. I wish I could be there, man. You know I would love to be there supporting you. But listen, Miami, y'all already know what y'all got. Uh, Trey is what I call you. Flash is what they call you for years. D-Wade is what they call you for years. Wade County is yours. Uh, Congratulations, man. I can't wait to come down into that arena and look up. Look down. And look up again and see that number three Wade. Sit up in the rafters. Congratulations, my brother. Love you. Wow. Nice. That was a nice little speech from LeBron. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't be there because it happened on Saturday, which means he had a he had a ball game against the Celtics on Sunday. So he pre-recorded that, sent that in. Voila, that's how he got it. Um, I honestly, that's a that leads me to a question. What do you think his statue is gonna be? Is it gonna be the one where he, basically what he said, him standing on the scores table saying, "This is my house." Or the lob that he did with LeBron, or 
I think that's honestly like, one of one of the uh, jump shots that he takes. That's uh, uh, me personally. It, it's the score table I one think has to be it. You think so? Oh, it has That'd be to a be real it, bro. The more you say the it, the more that, I like, like it. Like I feel like our generation would gravitate gravitate towards him jumping on the score table. I mean, it's iconic because it's iconic. There we go. It's iconic. We know. D Wade as that person who jumped on the scores table yelling, "This is my bleeping house!" Like I, I that's how I knew D Wade. D Wade was a killer. D Wade, I always thought was just so good, straight so killer, good. Bro. straight killer. All right, um, lastly, um, Oscar De La Hoya has said on Big Boy in the morning that he volunteers to take to remove his statue and put a Kobe statue. I don't uh, think they'll remove one. No, I don't think they'll remove I, I one. But I know they're going to add one. But yeah. That's a great gesture by yeah, him. Yeah, I, I believe guess. it. Yeah, I believe it. All uh, right. That's, that, that's great. Uh, that what do you great. think? Uh, that, I guess, is a question for me. What do you think Kobe's statue is going to be? Because Kobe also has a very iconic standing on the scores table after winning the NBA championship in 2010. In Honestly, LA. I think it might be that one, too. I think it might be that as well. Like him holding the ball out. He's the ball's going to be right there. Oh, it's easy. Oh, it's easy. Honestly, is either going to be that or one of his fadeaways? Yeah. Either or. It's not going to be no nothing that we are unfamiliar with. It's going to be either or. My personal opinion, it's one of those two. I, I think I, it's going to be the scorer's table for I like him the scorer's sure. table, too. All right. Uh, so we're going to circle back around to one of the first topics that I mentioned. It happened this past Saturday. If you weren't watching it, it's okay. If you were watching it, you know exactly what I'm about to lead into. Fury versus Wilder Part 2. The rematch. The rematch. Part 1 ended in an anonymous decision, basically making it tied. So both were 1-1. One one. <clears throat> um, Fury was, basically, he just needed to win this this fight. So he claims the WBO, Walter, was it heavyweight? Uh, Tyson Fury won the heavyweight. Yes, sir. It's just the World Heavyweight Championship. Which means he is... Or, I'm sorry, former WBC. So it's the WC Heavyweight Championship. So basically he is literally the world champ of boxing. Right. Yeah. It's... it's Which, it's, honestly, my, my thing... All right. So I want to start with this. Did you watch the fight? I did not. Did not. But did, did you watch not. highlights? Or like I did watch of- highlights. I just... I remember going on the highlights and seeing... For it to have lasted so long, I thought it would have been a more even fight, but that was to the contrary. It was completely unbelievable. How first one or second one? Talking about the second one or first one? Talking about the second one. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, I mean, it was. I couldn't believe the amount of punishment that Tyson Fury was giving Deontay Wilder. Not gonna lie, I could have sworn I thought Wilder was a uh, not not to be super harsh on him. I really thought something bad was about to happen to him. Because I forgot which round it was. Oh, it was the first time he went down. Literally the first time he went down, everyone's obviously freaking out. And then the second time, and then I think it was the third time he stumbled. He, he fell down on his own. Right. Right then and there, I'm like, oh, there's, and, no, there's something wrong And that was him. because on one of the yeah. punches, um, Tyson yeah. Fury hit him right on the left ear and... And Deontay Wilder started bleeding from his left ear, which out is, of the ear canal, which means yes. he, I believe, he ruptured his eardrum. And when he people did. do that, their um, equilibrium gets all messed up. Yep. So yep. pretty much. Oh, so it causes yeah. vertigo as well, but yep. it's, that's a inflamed eardrum instead of ruptured, I believe. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's literally exactly what I was about to say. Nice. Appreciate you. Um, besides from that, did you see what Yahoo Sports um, got out of Deontay Wilder after the fight? No, I did not, but you, uh, I know so, you got something over there. Yeah, Deontay Wilder uh, told Yahoo Sports that his 40-pound costume, which looks like 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 a Power Ranger villain. Oh, like a Black like, Panther. Like a Black Panther Power Ranger villain. Um, but yeah, I couldn't even believe he said that it caused his legs to uh, be dead for the, the the first round and that he had no legs for the fight. I mean, a man that came out. Okay, so honestly, this whole this whole fight was very entertaining. My personal, it was very entertaining because Fury came out with him literally sitting in a chair with the crown, a.k.a. the Gypsy King. He came out like a king, and he won like a king. Just the whole, the, honestly, it was a great fight. Um, Wilder, for example, was trying to implement, uh, was it Black, Black History Month? So that's why he came out with that suit, and he had, I forgot what his name was. He's a rapper. I saw his Twitter the other day. Come out and basically sing a song. Some people knew what it was. I didn't know what it was, but I thought it was a good song. So they each had their own theme. It just so happened Wilder's theme was, according to him, too much. It's just I it was mean, too heavy. It was too heavy. And I mean, so so he said that it was too heavy. Yeah, that's what I meant. Whoopsie, my bad. Bruh. How 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 are you gonna know. say? I don't know. How are you going to say that what you wore to the ring was too heavy? How is that even an excuse that he threw out there and thought a lot that of people, people would run with thing. it? I think a lot of people are saying like, the think same thing. Like, think about it. What What is someone's reaction when when you hear a fighter say, "I didn't win because the 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 costume I wore into the ring was too heavy"? Hey, you know what you do? <laughs> That's gonna be the reaction. Hey, you know what? You know what's funny is um, Wilder is known for coming out in costumes. I get that. But like, have we like, ever heard about this before? Nope. No? Nope. It so, just so happens to be the fight that everybody was talking. Two if, undefeated guys. If you do it all the time the when you win, and if you do it all the time when you win, it's not a problem. But nope. the one time you lose and you cry wolf, no one's ever going to believe you. And that's his first loss. Yeah. That's that's, literally that's his, his first, first loss. loss. So, so, I mean, if he had taken it like a champ and not said that, uh, I I would probably have a little bit more respect for him, but I lost. I think I lost a little bit of respect for him, just a tiny bit for trying to come out and say that that was a legitimate excuse. And then what's his name? Uh, Fury. The way that he ended it, magical. You know the guy can sing. He basically no. led the entire arena into singing. I need to find that song. Because I clearly was not ready for that. So in the meantime, um, just enjoy us just humming to random sh stuff. Smile while you were sleeping. While you're far away and dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. Stay lost in this moment forever. Okay, so he sung L. Smith 
But this is the one that everybody was talking about. I think you might know what it is. Let's take a listen. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Sing along if you know the words. And I knew if I had my chance, I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper I delivered. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride. Something touched me deep inside the day. The music died all together now. So bye. Okay, let me tell you, when a grown man leads a crowd into singing American Pie, I'm a fan. I like this guy. Any guy that can take an entire arena to sing American Pie, first things first. Legend. Legend. He's from Britain, singing American Pie. I love this man. I love this man. Honestly, it was a great fight. Despite what happened at the end, despite basically everybody, I, I know a lot of people might have lost some money. Pretty mm, sure. Probably. If probably. anyone's betting on. Honestly. Uh, um, do you have any final thoughts on the Wilder and Fury fight? Just that I think that that excuse is a lame one by Deontay Wilder. I do too. I do too. Um, and then uh, pivoting to some other news. So the Houston Astros scandal continues to fall. Meaning, I feel like we learned something new about this. Every single, almost every day, there's something new about the Astro scandal. It just never seems to go away. I don't think it's going to go away for a while. We're going to be sitting, talking about it for the rest of the season. So basically, this is the, let me give you a brief update. So the commissioner has called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. I found that very disrespectful. Almost every star player has put their two cents in on the scandal, like Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge, Stanton, um, the list goes on. So we do have an audio of the commish. Rob Manfred is his name, basically disrespecting why most ball players want to play this sport. They want to play to get the, the World Series trophy. Isn't that what most people play? Yeah, most, peop- most people play to win. Yeah, so if you're an NFL player, you try to win the Lombardi trophy. If you're a baseball player, you try to win the World Series trophy. <clears throat> if you are a basketball player, you try to win the Lo- Larry O'Brien trophy. That shit ain't a piece of metal. In my book, it's, uh, it is what we athletes play for. And we, as fans, want to see our favorite athletes get that trophy. So for Rob Manfred to basically be completely disrespectful, call it a piece of metal, pretty sure that man has never played a competition in his life or a competitive sport. 
Probably not. No, probably not. Probably no. not. I no. mean, for him to call the commissioner's trophy that, I mean, that's like if Vince Lombardi, that's, that'd be like if the great Vince Lombardi, the great late Vince Lombardi came out and said. That's a piece of metal. Yeah, that, that championship that's named after me, I don't think anything of it. It's a mm-hmm. piece of metal, nothing sure. else. What a clown. But yeah, um, so here's the audio of Manfred discussing it. You know, I had a long day on Sunday. I think I did 45 minutes on camera, and then I did a press conference. Um, I have to say I made one mistake, um, at least, um, during that long day. And uh, that was in an effort to make a rhetorical point. I referred to the World Series trophy in a disrespectful way. And I want to apologize for that. There's no excuse for it. Um, I made a mistake. I was trying to make a point, but I should have made it in a more effective way. And again, I want to apologize for it. Um, I will say this, you know, I've awarded five World Series trophies. Um, There is no greater pleasure in this job than awarding that trophy. I understand what it means. And again, it was a mistake to say what I said. So yeah, um, that right there was the audio of Rob Manfred basically calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal. Yeah, I honestly find that really disrespectful. I mentioned earlier that everybody plays to get a trophy. Everybody plays to win a championship. Rather, it can be for the Larry O'Brien trophy, the Stanley Cup, the... Vince Lombardi, World Series Trophy, whatever whatever sport you are involved in, everybody plays to win. That's, that's just the reality of sports. And for this man, this grown, grown man, to call it a piece of metal, yeah, I don't think a lot of players really found those comments appropriate. A lot of the players found it very disrespectful. Ah, our fans also thought it was disrespectful. And we continue to sit here and watch this whole thing unfold, which just, in my eyes, just freaking sucks. Because if he had just done the right thing from the get-go, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about the Astros in the beginning of spring training, which we're going to be definitely discussing them in April when the series begins, when opening day begins. Oh my God, these Astros really are probably, honestly, you know what wouldn't surprise me? What's that? If they still did this. This year? Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it this year. That'd be crazy. They'd, they'd be wild. That'd you, be super, you know what I saw? Crazy. You know what I saw? A fan, you know a fan had to take, uh, got a sign confiscated by security? At the Astros game, uh, spring training. Really? Yeah. For what? I don't know. They basically just took away his sign. Oh, that yeah. he had his sign taken away. Yeah. 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 I yeah. was like, what the heck? So there's they're stealing signs. Yeah. Just <laughs> Astros still stealing signs <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> I saw that. Thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, the man was just literally like... That's not right. It's not right, man. It's so disrespectful. I can't think of any other ballpark who's like, yo, you can't have that sign unless it's profane. It was All it said was Houston asterisks. Honestly. And then fans were yelling out Jose Jose Artuve to show his tattoo because Carlos Correa 
claims that his tattoo was ugly and that he didn't want his shirt ripped off to show his ugly tattoo. Okay, um, yeah, I got no words on that one. I mean, I really don't got no words. There's still no photo of any ugly tattoo on him. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, you know what? If I was him and people said, oh, you know, you cheated, and then your teammate came out and said, no, it's because he had a tattoo. Even if you didn't have one, wouldn't you go rush and get one that day? Right. Right? Honestly. And post it and be like, yeah, guys, look, this is so new, or this is the tattoo I got. People are weird, man. They got they got caught red-handed. Seriously. And you know what? And we I'm... don't even know what's going to happen with Boston yet. Nope. We're still pen- what blows my mind about that one is how quick they were able to come down with a decision on the Astros and yet not the Red Sox. Because the Astros had two years. From what we've learned, the Red Sox only did this once. Right. So how do you come down with a quick decision well, like that? I think they decided to just handle the Astros one first. That one is worse. That's probably why they made that decision. Yeah, they're just making it worse. They're making Honestly, it worse. they're making it seem like what the Red Sox did was extremely like worse than what the Astros did. When obviously we haven't really learned much about the Red Sox scandal, we've only learned more about the Astros scandal, which in my eyes... It makes it seem like they really didn't think the what the Astros did was that big of a deal, but what the Red Sox did is a huge deal. They gotta pick and, you gotta pick and choose, man. I mean, they both got caught te- cheating with technology, yeah, right? Honestly, so, yeah. All right, and well, we still don't know the whole story for either situation. Neither. But I think we could go ahead and say that Houston, they will now be referred to as the Asterisks to us. And I will not call them the Houston Astros anymore. Not the ass. Astros. The asterisk. Add another ass on the asterisk. A S S T O S. Asterisk. Anyways, um, we'll go step aside from the Astros. And uh, so the XFL is going on. Alex, I know you watch it from time to time. Right. Tell me. my I, Maybe I'm just reading into the public perspective. Perspect, uh, perception on the XFL. Some are saying it's doing well. Some are saying it's not doing well because of the quarterbacks. You've well, watched a couple times. What do you think? Well, some of, some, some of the quarterbacks are bad. I um, know Landry Jones. Landry Jones one of the actually has been, been okay. He's been okay. Um, the best quarterback in the league has definitely been P.J. Walker. Okay. Of the Houston Roughnecks. Okay. And... Uh, St. Louis is Jordan uh, Tayamu. He's actually doing really well as well. Oh, yeah? The quarterbacks who are bad include um, Matt McGloin, and he's probably been the most memeable quarterback. Matt McGloin. Matt McGloin, he used to play for the Raiders. They called him the Red Rifle, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe the Red Rocket. Yes. Had to start a playoff game for them because they were so injured back in, I think, 2017 against the Houston Texans. I remember that. And um, Matt McGloin, and (laughs) I I laugh just thinking about it. Matt McGloin was having an awful day, not this past week, but two weeks ago. Okay. 
and he threw like an interception and they weren't they they couldn't score and they were just not be, being able to move the ball and you know how the XFL interviews sideline the on the sidelines they interview the players right after the series mm-hmm. Matt McGloin they asked him after you know that first half what what are you guys doing how what do you guys what do you think what do you think you need to do mm-hmm. in order to get this offense going and he said we need to change the whole entire offense nothing that we're doing is working Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait. He, he he completely threw his coaching staff under the bus saying oh, that he wait, didn't believe the, in their what's, system. What's, what's his stat what's the stat line? Uh he is uh thirty one of fifty nine at fifty two percent. He's thrown two hundred and ninety nine yards, Which uh he, one touchdown and three interceptions. And he out here calling his coaching staff? He's calling his coaching staff and guess what they did? Nothing. Benched him? They benched him for the second <laughs> half. <laughs> And they got benched again in this last game too because he couldn't do anything. He's he's playing bad. You know what's um who's the other quarterback? Cardale Jones. He actually oh. had been playing very good until this past week. Okay, I was he had ask. an awful game against the LA Wildcats. What's his stat line right now? His stat line for Cardale Jones, six hundred and two yards. Okay. Um four touchdowns to five interceptions. But four of those interceptions came this weekend. So he had oh. a, he had a Four interception oh. game. Damn, that's so exposed. Yeah. The best best quarterback by far is PJ Walker, Houston Roughnecks, seven hundred and forty eight yards, ten touchdowns, and one interception, completing sixty three point two percent of his passes. He's definitely someone in the NFL is probably gonna call him. Exactly. I think him, Jordan Taomu, uh I'm sorry, Taomu, uh and a couple of running backs to look out for. Matt Jones of St. Louis as well. He's got uh, 224 yards, averaging 4.3 rushing yards a carry. Holy smokes. So there's definitely talent. It's just that because it's not the NFL. People are not going to look too closely at it. Yeah, and then if you're, you want to talk about wide receivers, Nelson Spruce of the L.A. Wildcats has okay. been playing great. In three games, he got 256 yards and two touchdowns. But, oh, wow. the, but the best wide receiver, hands down, and this may be because P.J. Walker, their mm-hmm. best quarterback, uh, is on his team. Okay. Listen to this. Nelson Spruce is number two in the league for uh, uh, receiving yards mm. at 256. Mm. Guess what Cam Phillips is at, number one? What's that? 324. Seven touchdowns compared to two. Wow. Touchdown machine. Damn. Well, I mean, I guess they got some talent. There's definitely talent out there. Some people are getting phone calls. I believe some people are going to be getting some phone uh, calls. Yeah, definitely. And I think, if anything, that's what the XFL is going to be best for because there's definitely people still watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the TV ratings are for the last two weeks, but I do know that their attendance has gone up each week. Oh, that's So good. people are going to experience the XFL games and the XFL experience, which, personally, I want to go to a game uh, this year. Prefer, I mean, preferably LA Wildcats since they're so close to home. Yes, like StubHub. And I mean, a league that is okay with shotgunning Bud Light Seltzer in the locker rooms oh, after yeah, a I win. <laughs> I'm all down for that. I'm I love down. me my my hard seltzers. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like everything's going well. That's good, good for them. Aww. So I am excited to see what else happens with the XFL. Um. Speaking of football, so the NFL and the NFLPA, which is the uh, Players Association, which 
the union. Um, they are in talks of extending the season and adding playoff games. What? Yeah. So everything is still up in the air. Um, the talks have been suspended, which means they have not really further negotiated on these talks. But just the thought of having a 17-game season with extra playoff games. What are your thoughts on that? So go with that or not? My thoughts on that are, and we obviously don't know everything that's coming out. A lot of people are speculating. Um, I think a lot of that is due in part that there's also a media ploy um, going on, and that's that the NFL has gotten out there what they are giving up in this next contract out before the players are and people got to remember it's a negotiation the players aren't going to get everything they want nope but i've heard that there's a lot of improvements to this new um, cba for instance one is the lifetime health insurance Um, nfl veterans will now get lifetime health insurance instead of what it's been at which is five years which Uh, is criminal uh if you ask me only have five Mm -hmm. years of health insurance after playing the nfl insane awful um the revenue spike i think is obviously the the players want 50 percent of the revenue and right now the the league is saying that they'll allow 48 but that the league wants the players to play an extra game which will include an extra wild card team Mm -hmm. eliminating one of the first round buys so now only the top seed from uh the nfc and the afc will get a buy if you're the second seed, like the Kansas City Chiefs were this past week or this past year, they wouldn't have gone to buy. And you have to think, would the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl or at least gone to the Super Bowl if they had to play so on uh, Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, so what you were saying was <clears throat> how they would have gotten that buy. Um, they would have actually played the Steelers. The Steelers would have been that seventh team. Do you think the Steelers would have uh, no. put up a, at least a fight? A fight, man, maybe, yeah. That defense, yeah, that offense, where it's just, no. I mean, you never know, but. That would have been insane. That would have been great. If all that happened, and you see the Steelers playing the Chiefs in Kansas City, and they somehow managed to pull off a remarkable miracle, oh, my God, I would have been dancing and celebrating. But, you know, it all happens. So, yeah, going back to that CBA, I just. I don't, I'm not a player, so I don't want to say anything about it. Um, the only person I think who can say anything about it, it seems, is Pat McAfee, because we're no, we're we're absolutely no one to tell these NFL players what they should and shouldn't play for. That's why I like so, all these. I like, just hope that something can come, some sort of agreement can come, so we can get an NFL season next year. Because I don't want to oh, lock. Yeah, out. What happened last last oh, time they locked man. out? That was awful. Oh, man. I remember. Um, I, you know, I honestly you know remember what, that. What, what, let me let me ask you a question. And I'll, I'll ask our audience this, okay. too. Would you, if, the, if they went into a lockout and they had open tryouts in cities, <laughs> would you try out for an uh, NFL team? Hell no, I'll get, I'll get slammed. <laughs> I'm skinny, dog. Hell no, I ain't no Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, what about it's just you? Thought because you? they did that in the '80s. Oh, I know they oh, did. Oh, I wouldn't last. I'd probably go like the first either. week, and they'd probably kick me out the first no, week. No, I wouldn't last. They'd be like, the first son, this day. is for real football players. I wouldn't last the first day. Yeah, I, I didn't even play varsity in high school, so yeah. I didn't even play football. Period. <laughs> so I would have gotten slammed, broken bones, all that shit. 
<laughs> they uh, would not pay for any of that. Hell no. Hell no. But um, hell yeah. So we no. don't really know what's gonna go on with that. But in the meantime, all we can do is just sit, watch, and just wait to see what happens. So in the meantime, we are gonna do what I love, which is a little new segment that we started last couple weeks ago called Notable News. Alex, can you cue the music? says notable news on Ponte and Topete show. All right, so Netflix, your favorite streaming service, Netflix has released their movies and TV shows that are expected to be released in March. You ready, Alex? I'm so ready. All right, so we got Donnie Brasco coming back. It used to be on there, but now okay. it's coming back. Hook, Robin Williams. Semi-Pro is coming back. Ooh, that's Semi-Pro. classic. Goodfellas. Okay. And The Gift. The Gift is a new um, Jordan Peele movie. Okay. It's it's kind of like uh, part, of, part two of, um, oh, I can't think of that one show that was really creepy. The show? No, that one movie by Jordan Peele. Oh my, Us? Is that what it's called? The last one where there was the split family? Y- yeah. Or the one what with I, what The Get one out. where the guy goes to um, his girlfriend's house. That's Get Out. Get Out, that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe I bossed that one. Yeah, I think Us is the one that just came out last year. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Oh. But yeah, the gift. Um, oh, yeah, Friends is returning after 25 years to cast of Friends. We'll record, <laughs> we'll record at the Warner Brothers Studios where they shot nine out of ten seasons. The new Friends series is going to start on HBO Max. Wait. Yes. Wait. Wait. Yes. Rewind that. Yes. What did you just say? New Friends. A series. new Friends series. Well, Friends. Friends but, will return. But new series as a new episodes? Yeah. With the original cast? Yeah. They're returning. People, ladies and gentlemen, this yeah. is breaking news to me. Yeah, that's why I said. Literally, Friends is returning after 25 years. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought you meant it was just going to go back onto Netflix. Oh, no, no, no. So, They're no. Going a brand new, everyone, Jennifer Aniston. So, there's going to be Cox. a... N- wow. Yeah, everyone coming back. So, that's what Jennifer Aniston posted, that photo yeah. of her and her castmates. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be on... I'm H- excited. H- yeah, it's going to be on HBO Max, and it comes out in May. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. And Hopefully, got- that fare is better than Fuller House. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah, we got some <laughs> other notable news. Um... <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings will not be shopping Stephon Diggs, so Stephon Diggs is set to be staying as the Minnesota Vikings. Is he happy in Minnesota, though? Well, we never know. We saw well, that's him, we up saw, to debate. Mm, that's up for debate. Um, the New York Jets have announced that they will not be shopping Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell will be staying put. Um, what else? Yeah, that is pretty much. Oh, um, Ben Simmons will be out for two weeks with, uh, I believe it was a dislocated. Finger, uh, Steph Curry is expected to return on ben Sunday. Simmons? I think Ben Simmons is a back injury. Oh, back injury? Yeah. Oh, whoopsie, my bad. Uh, and then Steph Curry is 
expected to be back on Sunday. Um, yeah. Can you believe he's coming back? Would you bring him back? No. I wouldn't either. No. Y'all done. I don't want to see him toast. come back early. I don't want to see Clay come no. back early. You just rest no. up till next season. Y'all toasty toast. Go go get something from the draft. You, y'all go kill everyone at LA Fitness and, yeah, and go, be okay go, with go. that. Go y'all. get something from the draft. No, you guys are fine. And that's that is pretty much it on the update of Notable News. Notable News. Notable I want to go back. Notable Let's news. talk a little bit mm. NFL mm. going from the mm. CBA mm. to mm. Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you want you want to lead in on that one? Uh, Joe Burrow. A funny stat came out from the NFL Combine, which is happening, I believe, right now as we speak. It's over the last, I believe, it was yesterday, today, and it'll go on till tomorrow. I'm not sure if it goes on till Thursday. Scotty, but the what? What? what which? Uh, what are you talking about? NFL Combine. Mm, yes. So the measurements for quarterbacks' hands came out, and Joe Burrow. Has a nine-inch hand. So, for most, for some people who are and trying that to is, figure out, that is actually small compared to some of the people in his draft. In this draft, I believe it is. Uh, is it Love who has the biggest hand at ten and a half inches? Yes. Um. He. I heard of his name literally a couple hours ago. Completely forgot what college he pays for. I don't even know, but I guess we all know his name now because he has the biggest hands. And Joe hands. Burrow, has a, nine of, hands or nine inch Burrow. We're gonna call him nine inch Burrow for nine his nine inch Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't be, hey, don't be disrespecting uh, my guy with nine we're inch not, hands. We're man. not. Because <laughs> uh, you well, know who else? You know who else got some tiny hands? I just won the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes yes, has nine and a quarter inch hands. So, and what, when you look at people who have ten plus inch hands in the NFL, you know who what li- that includes in the list? Who? Matt Stafford. Hmm. And Dak Prescott. Mm. So I would say that even though those are good quarterbacks, it doesn't really translate to being all-world talent in and, the NFL. And you want to know something? It does not matter if you have small hands, medium hands, large hands, Donald Duck hands, Mickey hands. The Sausage fumble fingers. and touchdown ratio does not it, – it all it really doesn't mean a damn thing. You can it's have sausage same. fingers and Literally. still be a great NFL quarterback. Yep. That's right. Because Lamar Jackson got Just, some small hands. Baker Mayfield got some tiny hands. Um, Patty Mahomes, as we mentioned. Drew Brees, as we mentioned. Well, I have not mentioned, but Drew Brees has some small hands. So, I mean, it's really hands, small a, hands. It's, it's a nothing factor, but this happens no. every NFL combine. And they, Something comes out about someone, and it's just completely they, ridiculous. Like, okay, who cares? But, for, you know, draft headlines. Yeah, and, they uh, love to make draft headlines. Facts. And it, speaking of draft headlines, Joe Burrow is in another draft headline. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that Joe Burrow has been really, really um, dodging the questions of whether or not he wants to play for the Bengals. Uh, I believe it originated on Dan Patrick um, that when Dan Patrick asked him on Super Bowl weekend if Joe Burrow wanted to play for the Bengals. Joe Burrow said, yes, that would obviously be great, but I also have to look at it as from the point of view as that I have leverage. Facts. Which, and, and Dan Patrick keeps repeating on his show that if Joe Burrow used the word leverage, that means he knows he'll be the number one pick. Facts. This is what Joe Burrow had to say over the weekend about the rumors uh, that he does not want to play for the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, you know, these measurements, you can... 
you can take so much from them. Um, if it's a glaring issue on film with turnovers, yeah, it's probably an issue. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of fumbles or anything like that. So I just tried to, you know, make a little joke out of it. I think the only thing with the hands is if you have a lot of fumbles. And I didn't have a lot of fumbles. So it's. I think it's a non-factor. Um, I don't get paid to, you know, talk about measurements and analyze the measurements. I get paid to play football. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, of course I want to be the first pick. You know, it's, that's that's every kid's dream. You know, I'm, I've worked really, really hard for this opportunity, and I'm blessed to be in this position, and um, a lot of people helped me get here. Yeah, I'm not going to not play. Um, I'm a ball player. Whoever picks me, I'm going to go show up. Yeah, absolutely. It's two, two hours, 15 minutes from my house. You know, I could go home for dinner if I wanted to. Um, not, not a lot of pro athletes could get to do that. I'll play whoever for, for whoever drafts me. You know, I'm I'm just not going to be presumptuous about you know what what they want to do. I it's the draft. You guys have been covering it for a long time. You never know what's going to happen. So that was Joe Burrow responding to both the nine inch hand tidbit of information that came out at the NFL draft and the rumor that he does not want to play for the Bengals. He has come out and said that he would love to be the number one draft pick and that he will play for any team that will draft him. Still avoiding the actual question, will you play for the Cincinnati Bengals? Still a little dodgy, but I can't really fault the guy. I can't either. I I mean I mean when I mean you have to remember Joe Burrow is being coached by Jordan Palmer. Jordan Palmer played for the Bengals and was the backup to his own brother, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer quit on the Bengals, said, I don't want to play for you anymore. They said, okay, we're not going to trade you. So he retired. Oakland came knocking on his door. He unretired to play for Oakland. That's how much he hated the Bengals. He would have rather retired early than play for them, continue to play for them. You got to give Andy Dalton credit. And he's, and, yeah, you got to give Andy Dalton credit. <laughs> but also, also... Carson Palmer has come out and said that the oh. Bengals are not into winning. That is not their number one priority. Honestly. And what, was, NFL, what NFL quarterback, NFL prospect quarterback wants to go to a team that isn't 100% committed to winning? You know what's wild is that you don't see the Bengals shopping Dalton to get a better quarterback. I think this season proved that Dalton, even though a lot of people have already known this, I've already known this. I've gone around telling people that Andy Dalton is really not a tier one, tier two, probably a tier three type of quarterback, which uh, really not going to get you a lot of wins, yet alone not a lot of playoff wins, yet alone a Super Bowl to the city of Cincinnati, which has been, God, so long since they've even been in a Super Bowl, so... If your organization hasn't been in the Super Bowl for that long, you probably might want to do some transition. Probably. But then again. Pro- need to. Uh, yeah. We, 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 we I, have, can I, have, I have close family members who are Bengals fans. Oh, and really? I, oh. I get depressed when I see them go through each season. Because How do you think? How do you? Because even when they were team. okay, even when they were okay, we always would say, oh, but they're going to get knocked out in the first round. And think- they even won a game, except for Vontez Perfect and Pac-Man Jones had to ruin it for them. They had basically won that game. Uh-huh. So they're snake bitten, and I don't think, I don't think that's going to change unless something else changes there.
Nope. Something has to change. Something definitely has to change. All right. Um, so we're going to bring back an old segment that we used to do. Oh. Actually, something? we have a little bit more. Remember, our mandatory Dallas Cowboys talk. This is quick, oh, Jordan. yes. This is quick. Um, Jump on it. James Slater, that. respected beat reporter for the Dallas Cowboys on Twitter, uh, said that Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones' son, uh, says that they've had low to non-existent activity on negotiating Dak Prescott's new contract. Oh my. That the last time they talked was in September. We in Feb- we in February approaching March, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let's count that out. September, so October, November, December, December, January, February. We're about to be in March. That is a full half year, full six months, and they have not talked to Dak Prescott about his contract in six months. Free agency begins in March, by the way. They ha- So... What are, the, what I, are they you, doing? You seem, very, you seem very frustrated. Because if you had signed him years ago, you wouldn't be having to deal with this problem. Because now if you're keeping him and Amari, guess what? You're losing Byron Jones. Oh, without question. Without question, you're losing Byron Jones. Most likely, you, you lose Van Der Esch after his rookie contract. Oh, he's out. That dude's leaving. So so we're not going to have cap space nope. because we didn't sign Dak early. Look at, look at the Eagles. Right now, Carson Wentz is a bargain compared to what the quarterbacks are about to be making. You know what's interesting? Um, because Carson Wentz's contract got negotiated before Dak's, and Carson hasn't played that much. Do you think... I mean, obviously they need to sign him now, but do you think the reason why they haven't talked to him because they thought he might have might be getting hurt throughout the season? He probably would have got. They think he would have gotten hurt during the season, which you know I don't know if you know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean he didn't get hurt this. No, year. he did it. Which he came out of the season healthy. Yeah, he didn't get to the playoffs, which is one of the goals that Jerry Jones expressed every single week it seems like we Jerry Jerry world every single week but um yeah no they need to sign him because if you don't well, sign him then you're about to lose you're about to lose a lot of stuff at this point it's probably too late and they're gonna we, sign him but they're gonna lose a lot of their their, their players with him and sucks man uh, McCarthy doesn't one, deserve that one thing I think that people have to remember is that Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl this year yep Patrick Mahomes' team made key accu- ac- uh, uh, accusations, key acquisitions on defense. Hmm? Chris Jones? Yep. Uh, Tyran Matthew? Yep. Made key ac- ac- acquisitions on defense. Would the Chiefs have gone so far if their defense wasn't as good? No. No. And I don't, I don't believe so either. So... You have to remember, and I think Dak has to remember, and I'm not out here trying to tell Dak how much money he should take because that's not my place at all. But I think there's a track record that quarterbacks who take the most amount of money that they possibly can, their teams don't do as well because they don't have the cap space to sign other good players. And, I mean, for Dak, I get, has been a great statistical quarterback and has gotten us a lot of wins. He's a but great statistical quarterback. Completely great. As second most in wins behind Tom Brady they need since they've been since Tom, Dak has been in the league. Yep. So that's why they should have signed him earlier. But now it's just we don't know what's going to happen. Dallas Cowboys fans are just kind of 
me included, were just watching, hoping something bad doesn't happen. It's like a Steven. Lot of it's like, like that. It's, it's like Stephen A. Smith always says: the Dallas Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Every year that's been the case, and I'm hoping this year it's not. But it doesn't look like it's starting out in a good way with this whole negotiation process. Sucks, man. Cause I mean, Dak is good. So all we gotta do is just hope for the best for that guy. Either way, if they don't sign him and Dak decides to leave, you know, a lot of teams will definitely want to throw money at him. Definitely. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers should probably do that. Probably. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, I put up a Twitter poll earlier on. Uh, I saw that. Uh, who would you rather take as your quarterback? I got right now. If you were mm-hmm. starting a franchise with all the quarterbacks at the ages they are now, mm-hmm. would you take Tom Brady? This is old Tom Brady. Okay. Dak Prescott. Okay. Tua Tagovailoa. Okay. Or Joey Burrow. What's your vote? So starting right now, if I was to start a f- start a team, start a team like it's your first pick of the team, build a franchise around. Yeah. Well, let's put it in perspective. Tom Brady is aging out, which means I'm in a couple seasons. I'm gonna need a new quarterback, so I don't know who's even gonna be on the market by the time he retires. So I'm kind of screwed in that position. Tua got hurt. So he's coming back from his injury. We don't know how he's going to perform. Joe Burrow, obviously we know Joe Burrow's resume. 60 touchdowns, great season at LSU. Won the Heisman, won the, won the Natty. Uh, who was the other quarterback? He said Tom, Tua, Joe. And Dak. And Dak. Well, obviously, Dak's, obviously Dak's number speaks for itself. Right. Proven we in the league. Yeah, so we really haven't seen Joe in the NFL. We've not seen Tua in the NFL. Tom Brady, six rings, getting a little old. Might be time to retire in a couple seasons. Dak Prescott just needs a better team or possibly more people around him. So I'm going to go Dak Prescott, actually. So you're going to say Dak Prescott? Mm Mm-hmm. Just the way that I broke it down. So on Twitter, guess how it broke down. Okay. 25% all four options. Four votes. Damn, so me. Tom Brady, 25%. Dak Prescott, 25%. Joe Burrow, 25%. And Tua Tagovailoa, 25%. So me, it, those four people literally have one. Now, there is a tiebreaker because I did put it on my Instagram as well. Okay. Follow me at Alex underscore JR underscore Topete uh, for both Twitter and Instagram. But for on Instagram, we got one vote. Oh, sweet. By my father. <laughs> nice. Who do you say? He's a Cowboys fan and he says Dak. I figured. Yes. I mean, Look at Dak's numbers last season. Like, why wouldn't you want to start a season with him? If you could sign them all for the same amount of money, you would easily take Dak. Yeah, that question. But it's, I'm it's, still the question is money. Dak. Yeah. Without question, man. Without question. All right, but, and then really quick, Joel Embiid. They're going to segue. Embiid. Joel, yeah, Joel Embiid, excuse me. He set a new career high last night with 49 points and 14 rebounds. Good for him. On 14 of 15 shooting. Man, scary. Jordan. Yes. Do you think, with Embiid's elevated level of play, that the 76ers can make it to the NBA Finals and win the East? Oh, that's a hard, very hard no. Whoa, I thought you were going to say it was a hard question. A hard no? Hard no. You don't You don't trust in Ben Simmons and, nope. and Joel Embiid? Nope. Do you, with the East, uh, a lot of people saying the East is... Not what it used to be. Well, the Toronto Raptors, 
Let's break it down real quick. I'm going to break it down for you. So, in the East, the teams that are doing pretty very well, you got the Bucks sitting nicely at first. Then the Raptors. Then Boston. Then you got... Oh, honestly, before I just ramble off the top of my head, let me get my stuff straight before I start saying nonsense. But you got the Bucks. Let's take a look at this. We got a couple teams that easily could knock them out. Bucks, yes. Plus, the Bucks already clinched yesterday. That was fast. Then you got the Raptors. Then you got the Celtics. Then you got Miami. Miami's actually in ha- ahead yeah. of them. So right now, the yeah. 76ers would have to go to Miami to play the first two games. Yeah. Wow. And then you got Indiana. Then you got Brooklyn. But Brooklyn is now without Kyrie for the rest of the season. They're probably not going to win out. Nope. And then you got the Magics and Wizards battling out for eighth. Oh, poor Bradley Pill, man. Who do you think wins that eighth spot between the Magics and the Wizards? If somehow, and then, I mean, sitting in 10th, you got the Bulls. I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think so either. Honestly, I feel like Orlando, because I, I honestly, I, I don't. I know I saw Orlando about a couple of seconds ago, but now I'm like just looking at this. It's a hard decision. It really is. I can't. Both I, I don't want to like say something and then people be like, "Why the hell?" Both A seeds this year are both a hard decision because yeah, I believe dude, the Pelicans you, right now they're only like four games out of the eighth. Yeah, and speaking of the Pelicans, they play tonight against the Lakers, so this is the first time we get to see everyone's hyping this up. Obviously, Zion versus LeBron. Ooh, ooh, and we're off tonight to watch it. Thank. God, it was only syllabus what time day. Is it? Yeah, so oh, I can love do... syllabus day. Easiest day of the semester. Yes, so I'll probably watch that. But yeah, um, what about what about you? Do you think the 76ers have what it takes to get out of the East? No chance. Exactly. I I watched Boston play the Lakers, you and I was so me. surprised. That felt like a playoff game. Oh my god! So my roommate is a diehard Boston fan. His sister lives in Connecticut, so obviously they have a tie with. Obviously, they like Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he missed, um The first game after the Lakers got smacked by Boston in Boston, we kept going back and forth. I told him I was shocked. He told me he was shocked that it, that massive of a win for Boston. And then the second game happens. It was on Sunday. Um, after the game, I sent him a little gif of basically LeBron doing that pointing thing. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> And me and him was just chopping it up. Like, I the thing is with Boston being the Lakers' rival, you can res- you can hate him, but you can also respect him. Because me personally, I know we're in a new era where people respect their rival opponents, and everyone's like, "That's not how it used to be." Blah blah. You know what? I respect greatness when I see it, and I respect good athletes when I see it. Let me tell you. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I don't care how much money Kimball Walker's making. I don't care how much money Gordon Hayward's making. Let's let's agree on one Down thing. Down in the future, those two are going to be the face of that franchise. Let's agree on one thing. Ky- or Kyrie Irving was a terrible fit with that Boston team. Kimball Walker is 100 times better being Wait, their point guard. 100%. 100%. 100. But yeah, um, Boston <laughs> is... I really would love to see Boston and Laker final. That would be great. Just after what we got to witness on Sunday, you imagine watching seven games of that? 
A wee oh. Pete? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Jesus. If you're a Ima- basketball wait, fan. Um, imagine, imagine this. Imagine this, Jordan. We play the, the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. All seven games in Staples Center. And then first round of the uh, first game of the NBA Finals in Staples Center against Boston. That's storybook right there. Oh, man. Getting excited. Getting excited for that. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, that's my personal opinion. No way, no way, no way. It's Philly making it out of there. There's just the the East, the top five. No, the top. Well, I mean, the Sixers are top five, but the teams that are above them Miami, Boston, Toronto, and Milwaukee those are the four teams that, in my opinion, have a shot. I gotcha. Yeah, I basically agree with that as well. So, you know what would be very interesting, and I kind of want to see this? Miami and Philly facing off. Oh, I'd love that. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler. There we go. Against his old team. There we go. And then uh, Miami sends Philly home in Philly, kind of like, well, in a different arena, but kind of how like Toronto did it with Philly. But, yeah, I would love to see that. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, All right, so... We all transitioned to an old thing that we used to do back in the day, a.k.a. a couple months ago, <laughs> called Something or Nothing. We actually originated it in our very first semester doing this. I know. You remember that? Damn, it was crazy. That was back almost exactly, like, I would say we started that in October, May. Oh. Remember our first couple episodes? Oh, yeah. Our very first couple episodes we did on audio8ball.com. Oh, yeah. Something or nothing, That's Jordan. right. All right. Something or nothing, Alex. Lions general manager Bob Quinn says he is open to any trades with Maddie Stafford. That My, my is... question to you, are they looking to move on from Maddie Stafford and take tour? Is that something or nothing? That is... Kind of something. Because he's saying that we know Matthew Stafford is probably past the hill. We probably know he's only on decline, and he's coming off in an injury. And that is why I say it's only something, a little small something. Okay. Because you can't really get anyone to trade for Matthew Stafford with his injury. A fractured back? People want to make sure he is 100% okay. Okay. Yeah, it's true. So that's... I think that's the coach maybe trying to draw up a little interest, but I don't think anyone's going to actually trade for Matthew Stafford until some sort of verification that he is 100% ready to play in the NFL. Think about out. this. Think about this. If Let's say they do keep Matty uh, Stafford. They have not done anything with him since they drafted him. Nada. So why would you want to bring him back when you guys are trying to win a Super Bowl? Stats. I understand that, but well, that's the you, same are, argument. Are trying, for, you, but that's the same argument for Dak. I know Dak has a lot of easily. But Dak has more regular season wins in the last like three years or four years. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that like Matthew Stafford always puts up the same most insane amount of stats every year. And at some point, is it he's obviously a good quarterback? Yeah. At some point, do you blame the organization? Well, think about this. They've gone through a they couple fired, coaching seasons. They fired Jim Caldwell after he— Which was a horrible thing he, for them he, to do. I believe they went 10-6 and six or 9-7 and seven yeah, they the year. Fired him and at, they fired him after one year. And now they got Matt Patricia, who, who they kept after, what, five wins? Five and 11? They're learning. Uh, they're learning. They did nothing but waste Matthew Stafford. I agree. Which is why 
Either they're going to ride through this season. Well, I want to see them trade Matthew Stafford. So I, now I that you made, got I, me all fired up, they're we, so, they don't deserve a quarterback that good. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. That's probably why Calvin Johnson retired so early. That and because of his head injuries. Well, yeah. But, but other than yeah, that, that's but, true. but yeah, so there's that. All right, something or nothing, my dear friend, Joel Embiid, as we discussed earlier, continues to get booed in Philly because of. Basically, people don't like how he is. And he said, he's come out publicly saying, people hate who I am, but I'm going to continue doing me. Okay. And then he got into it with an Atlanta Hawks fan yesterday. So Joel Embiid keeps being in the news for some bad reasons. Um, My question to you, is this something or nothing that Joel Embiid is getting really this much negative publicity? It's nothing. I think it's nothing now. I think obviously in the postseason and in, in the playoffs, things get ra- like hyped up and ramped up, and and the media gets even crazier, and they focus on a lot of the smaller things a lot more. It's nothing for now. Obviously, I think I honestly don't even think Joel Embiid is the is the problem in Philadelphia. I could go on and on about how I think Ben Simmons has not done enough in expanding his that. game. Uh, to play alongside Joel Embiid because if you had to pick between the two, you would go with Joel Embiid because he's just the taller, bigger player. I would go with Joel Embiid, They're both around the same age, so yeah. I would go with Joel Embiid, too. You would because he actually shoots from three. Yeah. But... Opposed to Ben Simmons, who's just... He's attempted, what, two? You know what's wild about Ben Simmons sometimes? That he's now developing that jump shot. In order to get it to work... I know I'm not a basketball player, but just, just... me speaking, if you got a jump shot that you're trying to perfect, wouldn't you try to use it and utilize it before playoffs? So well, that when you know you might be in a position to shoot a three, you aren't worried if you're going to miss or make because you have been working on it. I know there's been reports saying that he's been working on it during practice and all this stuff. Okay, well, that's with somebody probably not guarding you. But remember Markel Fultz? He's improved so much from last year. Yeah, look at the— Lonzo Ball? Lonzo Ball has improved so much. Why is it that Ben Simmons, for some reason, cannot make his jump shot better? I don't know, but check this out. You mentioned Markel Fultz, right? So Fultz plays for the Magics. Magics on the eighth seed. You mentioned Lonzo Ball. Well— Lonzo Ball and the Pelicans are a couple games behind from the eighth seed. So mm-hmm. my point being is these players are starting to develop what we have seen as to be terrible. Right. Dwight Howard, terrible free throw shooter. He is now about literally at the end of the arc shooting free throws and they going in. Markel Fultz developing a different shoot. Is that Ben Simmons or Fultz that had to change the jump shot? No, that was Lonzo. That was Lonzo? Remember, he used to set it on the left and oh, bring yeah, it over changed. to the right. Lonzo, switching up his game. He's playing better than he was in the Lakers, in my opinion. That's just how it is. So it, it's sorry. true. Yeah. Uh, it's and true, and Fultz, so is Brendan Ingram. Fultz is playing a lot better than when he was with the Sixers. Yes, he was hurt most of the time. But when you let a man do what he needs to do to help A, get him better, B, help the team do better, then y'all see it. Well, another thing is that I think it's so frustrating with Ben Simmons because he has the potential to be so great. His court vision, his passing, 
it's so amazing for a guard his size to be able to have that vision and effortlessly execute those passes. He is a great passer. His floor floor vision, I believe, is better than Giannis's. But coming down Uh, the fast break, and obviously overall the better player, is Giannis. And that is because Giannis every year has gotten better. Yeah. Has Ben Simmons gotten better every year? And that's a question that you have to either think about or say no to. Anyone who just automatically says yes, I challenge you to please comment and tell us. How has Ben Simmons gone better? He still Honestly, can't make we, any jump shots. I would love shots. for y'all to tell us how. Honestly. We can't. I personally can't because until you can develop that three and actually use it, then okay. Then we can come back here and be like, yes, he has gotten a little better. But right now, he's he's only an inside perimeter shooter. He layups, passes, all the great things that you need a point guard to do, but without shooting a three. And you're a couple seasons in, bro. It, Come on, man! It's time. It's time. Let's do it. At the very least, shoot him. I want him to be great. At the he's very, already a good player. He needs to, at the very least, shoot him in games. Because I don't understand I why like you don't ben take Sim- him in games at all. Uh, same. I like Ben Simmons. Me too. So, uh, this isn't me going off and hating on him. This is just me saying we're being look, real and we're being straight we, up. Yeah, you have to like get we, better at the jump shot. Yeah. All right. So, um, just a quick touch. So the Clippers. Yes. Paul George came back yesterday, which means they snapped their horrendous five-game losing streak. Um, do, how far do you think they're going to go? Honest opinion. How far do you think the Clippers will go? Um, I don't think they'll beat the Lakers in the playoffs, but I don't see them really struggling with any other team. I don't either. Because they have, they have the guards to match up with the Rockets. Yep. Um, they have, they have a serviceable big in Evok Zubak. Zubak. Yeah, Zu. Um, it, I mean, and then Harold. You got Mark. Harold. He's a little undersized, but yeah, he's he's good he's, as he's well. He's aggressive on defense, though. Aggressive is on great defense. defense. Really good defensive player. So, I I don't see them losing to anyone in a seven game series except for the Lakers. I'll be very interested to see how far they go if they get <laughs> if they manage to. Lose first round after acquiring two players, Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris. After rumors have been circling beforehand that the Lakers were trying to acquire Marcus, then he decided to go to the Clips, and then they just got his brother, and then voila, so forth. Yeah, I'm going to be very shocked if they managed to lose first round. I don't think they're going to lose first round, personally. I'm going to give it to probably... Not semis, but the second round. Gotcha. Just the way it is. If they get, they run into trouble. Honestly, there's a couple teams that could possibly give them trouble. Lakers, obviously, is one of them. The other team, the Jazz, is another one. I don't see it. Denver, Denver could probably beat them. I don't. I don't know if I trust Denver to beat the Clippers. It. I know they obviously have yeah. the advantage at center, but... You know. I feel you. I mean, but if you lock down... Other than that, if, I don't really know any other teams. There probably isn't. No. Maybe it's, Denver. It's just definitely Lakers, LA. Nuggets, Jazz. Dallas, and I don't, Memphis. Good Sport. offensive team, but they can't stop anyone. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Both of those good exactly. offensive teams can't stop anyone. All right, Jordan. I think... Uh, it's time. It's for us time. to do our Today in History. 
Want to take it away? In, yes, today in history, hopefully soon we will have a nice sound drop for that. But today in history, Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys 32 years ago on this day. And he bought them for $60 million. That was only the team. Two years before that, Donald Trump, current president Donald Trump, was offered the team for $50 million. Donald Trump rejected that offer. And he was quoted by the New York Times saying that he feels sorry for the poor guy who is going to buy the Dallas Cowboys. It's a no-win situation for him because if he wins, well, so what? They won through the years, and if he loses, which seems likely because they're having troubles, he'll be known to the world as a loser. I'm wondering if Donald Trump regrets not buying the Cowboys because Jerry Jones has turned them from a fifty mil or a sixty million dollar purchase into a net worth of over five point five billion dollars. That's insane, man. From fifty million or sixty million, I mean, to five point five billion. TV contracts. You know what? What about Jerry Jones for president? He's the one who actually pulled off the deal. The art of the deal. Dude, he's the one why we're watching. He's the reason why we're all that is watching true. Cowboys he is the re- every single week. Well, he's also the reason that the NFL is on so many games. Exactly. Um, part of the reason. Also today in NFL, or not NFL, but today in sports history, Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston for, was it the World Heavyweight Championship? The shock of the world. He shocks the world. Yeah, it was that one. I'm the king of the world. Oh, we should have played it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, you got, oh, uh, before I forget, just something that I thought was pretty dope. Big Ben is throwing again. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, mm-hmm. Biggie Ben. Big Ben Ross's brother is throwing, and the GM is saying he has progressively gotten a lot better. Does that mean he gets to shave his beard? Shave his beard. Have you seen what he looks like? Like Matt Patricia. Yeah. So he said to the world that he's not shaving his beard till he can throw a football again. Okay, you can throw a football, bro. I think it's time to, uh, <clears throat> and what Steeler fans would think he looks like is a Brett Kiesel. <laughs> Brett Kiesel. You know what Ke- you remember that guy, Brett yeah, Kiesel? I remember you know, Brett you know Kiesel. his beard would get all fuzzy? Mm-hmm. He's looking like a twin of Brett Kiesel. Well,. What can we say? Or, uh, or a knockoff, let... or a knockoff of uh, Fitz Magic. Nah, Fitz Magic. His beard, mm, not bro. even comparable. All right, so my question to you: I know this is just a really random ass question. Quarterback? Honestly, nah. It's I was gonna ask you of uh, Big Ben, Fitzpatrick. Uh, who else? Patricia. I can't think of anybody else that would have that aggressive of a beard. Because mm, they wear helmets. We don't ever see under. I know. I can't think of any other ones. I'm yeah, sure off it, there's always some offensive linemen that have some major, major beards. Yeah. Oh, um, Travis Kelsey's brother. Jordan. Jason Kelsey? Yeah, Jason it? Kelsey, I mean. He had a beard. But yeah, it's just random. Just Honestly, if you're just scrolling through Twitter and you got bored and just Go feel free to watch those guys. I'm, I'm done. I'm done here. 
I think that's going to be our show, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan's now talking about his quarterback's beard. So Yeah, that's when you know the show's done, bro. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Where can they follow us on Twitter at, Jordan? Ponte and Topete. That's Ponte and Topete. Uh, th- we like to... Also, uh, what can they follow us on YouTube, my guy? Well, they can follow us on YouTube at the Puente and Topete Show. Uh, subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when we drop new content. But also, I want to throw out, go ahead and subscribe to us on podcast.com. We're trying to build that up, get more followers. So hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we will be on streaming services like Apple and Spotify. Not Tidal, as I mentioned earlier. Or Disney show. Plus, as we said earlier as well. We were just joking about this, too. But yeah, <laughs> completely. definitely follow us on podcast.com. That is podcast.com. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Same time. Same time. And uh, protect your bread and protect your chicken. Peace out.